Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then I want you to know that this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I'll help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you're able. Because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hey there, before we get started today, I just want to make sure that you know about the Secret Sister Circle. This is something that I have just created. It's a brand new membership for my Secret Sisters, meaning other wives of alcoholics, that I really would love to have you join me in. It basically is a path to take you from being where you're at right now, which if you're like me, you're probably in the middle of feelings of hopelessness and despair and confusion, um, just not really knowing what to do, where to turn and feeling like there's no end in sight. So I wanted to create kind of a journey for you to get you from that place into the restoration and wholeness that I know you can have in your life. Uh, even as the wife of an alcoholic. So the whole vision for the membership is to get you off the emotional roller coaster of having an alcoholic spouse and just feeling like you're at the mercy of that day after day. We'll help you work through learning exactly what you can do to improve things instead of just feeling like you have to sit around and hope and pray that things are going to change someday. And also it helps you feel not so alone because you'll have a community of other sisters who are going through the same things that you are. So bottom line, if you need support and direction through the day-to-day struggle of being the wife of an alcoholic, then this membership is absolutely for you. I would absolutely love for you to join me. You can just go to my website, marriedtoaddiction.com and look for the tab that says Secret Sister Circle. I hope to see you there. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Married to Addiction podcast. Today's episode is called Some Hope for You. I want to do something a little bit different today. Um, in honor of my anniversary, actually. So uh, you may have noticed that there was no episode last week, and that was because my husband and I were celebrating our 13th anniversary. Um, We went away to this cool little, it's called getaway, and they have these little cabins that they kind of uh, just drop out in the middle middle of nowhere uh, in different locations across the country, and we have one about an hour and a half away from us. So we just got away to the cabin and just really concentrated on just kind of being together and enjoying each other's company. So it was awesome. But, um, and I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to try to get through this episode without crying. <laughs> and I am not like, I'm not a big crier, but I know I've already cried on the, on a couple of episodes. So I just want to let you know, could happen today. Um, but in light of the fact that it was our anniversary, I kind of wanted to do a how it's been versus how it's going type of thing for you. So our anniversary, it was our 13th. And of course, it is you know, now it's a celebration for sure uh, because we made it through some really, really difficult times. But five years ago on our anniversary was the second time that my husband tried to take his life. He was so just guilt-ridden and had so much shame and so much just was in such despair about where our lives were at that time and how, you know, he was being affected by the alcoholism and how the family was being affected in our marriage, which was basically completely falling apart. Um, So he, that was 
that was the second time that he tried to take his life. And so our anniversary now is both a celebration of the day that we got married, but also a reminder of um, how far we've come. Because as you can imagine, that was an incredibly dark day. And so to now be in a place where we can really celebrate our marriage um, and be happy together and just be where we are now is just so incredibly, I, I just, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, I never thought we would be here and I'm just so grateful, just so grateful. So this, this episode is not to brag or to, um, you know, make you feel bad if this is not the place where you're at with your, your husband and his addiction, which I'm assuming it's not where you probably wouldn't be here. But I want you to know that I was exactly where you are right now. And so I want to use this episode to bring you some hope because I couldn't find a whole lot of hope when I was going through this. And, um, that was one of the, that's one of the reasons why I really feel like the Lord has brought me here to share these things with you because I really do believe that he now wants me to be the voice of, of hope that I so desperately needed. So let's back up a few years ago. Um, I hate to admit this because this sounds so awful now, but I used to hate him. And I know now that, you know, a lot of that were, um, was, a. Uh, the enemy trying to take down my marriage, trying to take down me, trying to take down him. Um, but to be quite honest, a lot of the time when things would happen, I felt feelings of hate towards him. And it's awful. It's awful to think back to that. Um, it was such an awful place to be. Um, I know that he felt the same way about me sometimes. Our life was a train wreck, just an absolute train wreck. There were almost daily screaming matches I was having almost daily panic attacks. You've heard me talk about the hives and leaving work and, you know, getting in trouble for doing that and just always being in this sense of just, you know, massive uh, unrest and uneasiness and anxiety. Um, he was at the point where he couldn't work uh, because he was just so affected by the alcoholism and what he was dealing with, which if you're new to me or the podcast, he was also diagnosed with bipolar disorder when he went into recovery and treatment. So, uh, you know, there was that underlying factor as well. But our our lives were just absolutely in a shambles. Like I said, there were suicide attempts on his behalf. Um, my children were subjected to things that I wish they had not been subjected to, uh, which is another reason why I do what I do, because I, looking back, there's a lot of things I can, I can see that I know that I should have done differently. But um, our house was just completely in, in unrest. It was just, it was hell on earth. It truly was. Um, my daughter, every time around this time of year in October, I start seeing, you know, different, uh, different, uh, advertisements for haunted houses and things like that. And there's one here that's called the house of torment. And I remember, uh, that year when he tried to take his life, because obviously our anniversary is also in October. Um, we had received a house of torment, uh, like a flyer in the mail, and I remember my daughter picked it up and she said, we don't need to go to this. We already live in the house of torment. And y'all, <laughs> that was just like a dagger in my heart 
because it was true. It was true. Um, my husband, when he finally did agree to go to treatment, we had an appointment to meet there. And uh, he showed up absolutely wasted. He was completely drunk. Yes, he had driven there. He almost got arrested on that day because he was so belligerent and just um, angry. He, we were, we were in a meeting with some people to try to talk about getting him checked in, and he ended up like cussing out the people in the meeting. Uh, it was supposed to be a secure a secure building, but he ended up busting through, like kicking open this uh, emergency door to try to get out of there and just screaming and cussing and just, I, I mean, it was, it was crazy. Um, and that's 100% opposite of how he usually is. If you ask anybody to describe my husband, they will say that he's laid back, he's funny, he's, you know, really low key. And this is this is how this is how alcohol affected him. The devil used to show up in him. Like I really felt like that was happening because he was so different and it was such a complete 180 to this calm mannered guy and just all of a sudden he would just be acting like literally the devil himself. So he he truly did almost get arrested on the day that he checked into treatment. So this it, he oh after, after he busted out of the building he just like it was kind of um it wasn't out in the middle of nowhere but it was in an area that was pretty wooded he just took off i didn't know where he was they didn't know where he was he had you know had a um you know a couple of suicide attempts so we didn't know where he was going i didn't know what he was going to do it was absolutely terrifying so i tell all of you that or i tell you all of this to kind of just paint the picture for you that this road was not easy to get here <laughs> it wasn't like you know he drank too much for a little while and then realized that he needed treatment and then went to treatment and everything was fine like we went through absolute hell it truly was a house of torment so if you can relate to any of those things hopefully the situation is not as you know dire and dramatic as some of these things that we went through but um regardless of what it looks like for you being married to an alcoholic is difficult it's incredibly difficult it's the hardest thing i ever had to do and i'm guessing it's probably the hardest thing that you've ever gone through so having said all of that and having kind of like told you and kind of like i said painted the picture of how hard it was and how dark it was and how just um it was just so incredibly difficult i just i don't even know the word to use to tell you how difficult it was it was a nightmare it truly was i i wanted to just bring you some hope and one of the things that i wanted to do was read to you something that he sent me today and this is probably where i'm gonna cry um I don't know where he got this. It, it was it's a quote, but he sent it like me. A, he sent me a screen cap of it, and it says um, Stephanie Bennett Henry. So I'm assuming that this is that was the author of this. This is what it says. And if I ever bled on you while I was loving you, please know I was at war with myself. I didn't yet know who I was, and I was still learning how to love myself. I now know, and I'm sorry. Thank you for being part of the process, even though you never asked to be. Whether you know it or not, you were part of my healing, and you helped me grow. 
So if you are being called to stay in your situation, if you feel like God wants you to stay, just know that um, your husband will remember. If and when he gets sober, he'll remember what you went through. He knows now that it's hard for you. It's just uh, he's not to the point where he's ready. And I know how that feels. And I'm, and I'm really, I hate it for you that you're there if that's where you're at right now. But if and when he gets sober, he'll remember what you went through as well. And you know who else will remember? God. God will remember too. So, oh, sorry. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Um, I couldn't see this place where we're at right now. I couldn't see, uh, you know, us on an anniversary trip in a cabin. I couldn't see a happy marriage. I couldn't see this place where we are right now when I was going through those dark times. I couldn't even find the smallest glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel. There was none. Like, as far as I could see, there was zero light. Like, we were just, you know, headed towards disaster. And it was inevitable. And um, our family was going to fall apart and our marriage was going to fall apart. And I didn't know if he was even going to make it out alive. Um I wasn't sure what would end up happening to me because I almost had a nervous breakdown and had to be hospitalized myself because it was just because of everything that was happening. So I just want you to know that if you are, if you can relate to any of this, I want this episode to be your light. I don't know how everything is going to end up in your situation. I don't. I don't know if your husband is going to get sober. I don't when you're, know when your husband is going to get sober. I didn't know if mine would, when mine would. And you know what? I don't know for sure that he'll stay here because relapse is a very real thing. But what I do know is that God is in control. And he is a good God. And he loves you. And he loves your husband. There's a saying that I love that I think about a lot. And that I think is so important to remember when you're in this situation. Just know that it will all be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, then it's not the end. So I hope that's given you some hope and encouragement today. If you are in that very hard place, I can so relate. But just know that if it's not okay, then it's not the end. I love you. I thank you for listening. And I will talk to you next time. Hey there, before I sign off today, I just wanted to let you know really quickly that I am currently offering a very, very limited number of one-on-one -on -one private mentorships. If you need one-on-one -on -one direction and support to navigate just the day-to-day -day and ins and outs of being married to an alcoholic, then this would be a great, great option for you. This is basically if you need somebody to just link arms with you and walk through this with you, then this is for you. So that what we focus on in the mentorship is mindset for sure. I'm super big on mindset. Uh, looking back now, I can see how much my mindset 
played a part in making this entire thing so much more difficult than it had to be. So we will work on that for sure. You will also get one-on-one support. So for all those times when you just don't know what to do, if you're in the middle of something and you just don't know what you should do, or you do know what to do, but you need somebody to encourage you through it because it just feels too difficult, then you will also have um, access to that in the in the mentorship. So you get one-on-one support via Voxer, which is like a voice messaging and texting app. And you also get weekly check-in meetings where we can just, you know, review some stuff that's happened. I can give you some support. We can work through some things. We can pray together, that type of thing. You will also uh, have some accountability. So some very loving, gentle accountability, but it'll just make sure that you don't stay in some bad patterns and habits that are just keeping you and your life completely stalled. And then we're also going to work on soul care. So addiction is spiritual warfare for both parties or for all parties involved. So we will work on your soul care through prayer and spirit nurturing practices and lots of things that'll just help you grow your faith and deepen your relationship with God. So if that's resonating you and it's with you and it sounds like something that you could use, you can apply for the mentorship on my website. Again, the spots are very limited, so I'm doing it through application process. Uh, all you have to do is go to marriedtoaddiction.com. You'll click on the get help drop down and you will see the option for the one-to-one private mentorship there. I would love to work with you there if this sounds like something that you could use.